Okay, welcome to the Global Church Podcast. Uh, I'm Scott. I'm Jim. And uh, we got a couple of special guests here with us this morning. We've got Simon Yako and Joshua Yakubu from Nigeria. And uh, it's great to have them here to give us an update of things that are going on. Simon and Joshua, how are you guys doing? How are your families? Yeah, we are doing well. Um, My family are doing good. Uh, specifically, uh, we are thankful to God uh, because of what is happening. Uh, this one gives us an opportunity as a family to, to remain indoor, whereby we, we are always together, you know, um, uh, studying the world together and then encouraging each other. In fact, I want to say this. Uh, you know, because of the way we engage to in our individual ministry, you know, we hardly, yes, we, by the day, everybody find his way and will return. But since this lockdown, you know, it's an opportunity. We have been together 24 hours, you know. That mm-hmm. is a positive aspect of it. And of course, being together as a family is not just sitting and seeing each other, but it's the time of, you know, reflecting in the word of God. You know, encouraging the children, giving them assignment to study uh, the Bible, and then, in fact, you know, try to explain to your own understanding. In fact, what we do is that even our children, like Gedalia, we normally as a family, you have this family altar. So last week, Gedalia did the devotion. We allowed them to do, he did the devotion for the whole week, and then try oh. to encourage us, and then drain our, our, you know, Draw our attention back to what did they learn from this, and then so yeah. this week, starting Monday, Judith, that's our second daughter, is the one leading us. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. you know it's, it's an opportunity as a family. We give the children opportunity to also share. So yeah. as a family, it's doing a, a lot of good to us. Uh, a time of being together, a time of praying together, a time of studying, studying the Bible together, and then also praying for others out there. In fact, it's a yeah. time of sharing. Uh, you know, in our house now we have three different dependents that are with us because of this global uh, pandemic, uh, you know, we are also, you know, shaping their lives. So it's an opportunity as a family uh, coming together, reasoning together, and then talking with the children, allowing the children to also share, you know, leading us in the devotion. So mm. as a family, we're all doing well, none of us is affected, uh, but we're encouraged. I think it's getting us stronger spiritually, and then getting mm. us closer as a family, getting us closer with the Lord. That's somebody what I Yeah. How old are your kids again? Pardon? How old are your kids again? Okay, yeah. Uh, our kids, Gedalia, Gedalia was born in 2002. So he should be, by September, he should be 18. 18, yeah. Okay. <laughs> 18, yeah. And then Judy, Judy was born in 2009, in 2005. But the first okay. year, the very year we went to Togo, that's when Judy was born. 15. Yeah, so I think, yeah, 2005. <laughs> She should be 14, 15, I think so. <laughs> okay, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, but their inside in the world is really encouraging. We allow them yeah. to lead and then we make some correction and all of that. So the last one, Jana, Jana, we didn't, we didn't lead, but we also allowed her to give some input. And mm. then you hear how passionate she is. You know, every day, virtually every day, let's pray for this coronavirus. Let's mm. pray for the people that are affected. Let's pray for God's intervention. So it's, it's really a thing of... Uh, uh, a thing of uh, enlarging our course of understanding God as a family. Actually, mm-hmm. it's been, a, I mean, that in the notion what I can say. The yeah, important thing to us as a family. That's yeah, excellent. Sure. Yeah, that's a, that's a great idea. Yeah. So, Simon, how's your family? Hello, how are you? Good. Uh, Good. Def- definitely, we thank God because um, uh, this uh, uh, situation that we are in, it's uh, God has allowed it for a purpose and uh, definitely for my family. All of us are around and we have two. Uh, one, we have one of the Muslim convert with us that is in the rehab now. And then we have another young man who is staying with us. And it has been a very wonderful time of reunion. We have Smith, his home, said his home, but we are missing Salome because um, where she is, she is very far away from here. 
She is uh, in the Portacot in one of the states, Cross River State. She didn't have time, you know, to come over because of the lockdown. So she's been missing home and we have been missing her. Mm. But God has been helping her. She's spending time with God and we talk with her almost every day, you know, to encourage her so that she will continue to uh, depend upon God and trust him. Mm. And uh, for us here at home, definitely it has been a time of uh, 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 meditation. We meet every morning. We study the word of God. We stand, claim the promises of God and trust God. You know, the, this, this time has become a reality of looking at the grace message. <laughs> I was just going back to read the grace message, the grace, you know, the great degrees. Uh, and there are a lot of things that are really uh, realities now that we just need to depend upon God and trust God. Mm. And uh, we thank God because through this, we have really understand more of who, who God is and how we can totally depend upon God. Mm. And the most interesting thing now, definitely as a family, we are living a day at a time. Because it seems everything has come to a standstill. So you need to live a day at a time. And you know that uh, the, the Bible said we should not be anxious of anything, uh, but we should depend upon him for a day. Every day's problem is enough. Hmm. So that is the extent of how we are living. We are not even living, planning for tomorrow. No, tomorrow will take care of yourself hmm. because hmm. of the situation of the pandemic. Yeah. But the most important thing is that we make sure we are trusting and depending upon God, uh, having time with God, listening to God of what God has for us every day. And in the evening, we will meet again to reflect what lesson today has God uh, taught us today concerning the situation. And it is really a wonderful time that we are praying together, we are fellowshipping together, we have more time together than ever before. You know, wow. especially myself, that has always been on the roads. I'm traveling here, there, there, and we have never, you know, we have not been having intimate time. But now, definitely, it is a wonderful time. And this is a time that we prove our more of our spirituality. Hmm. You see, the more you live together, the more <laughs> you understand more. And you either live a practical Christian life or you will continue to struggle. But we thank God for the grace message because as we are living together now, everybody is living his true life within the context of the family. So you don't travel far, you don't go far now, we are living together, helping one another, encouraging one another, living a day at a time. So yeah. it's really a wonderful time. And many of them are sharing what God is doing in their lives. You see, uh, some weeks ago, you know, Smith also traveled. He's been helping with the African service, you know, the helping different groups of people, widows, orphans, and some other things. So uh, about uh, three weeks ago, he traveled, even within the context of the pandemic. Uh, anyway, we just entrusted him into God's hands and for him to travel. And we thank God that he traveled. And he is back now. And for 14 days now, anyway, we've not seen any manifestation, though. Mm. But we thank, yeah, we thank God because God is, is, is in control. And for yeah. all of us here, yeah, definitely, we thank God because, you know, God is assuring us from his word, the need of totally depending upon him. And yeah. we are seeing that becoming a reality. So definitely, the family, we are, we are grateful to the Lord because it is a time of real deeper reunion with the family. And uh, we share our hearts together. We share our minds together. We study the word of God together. And then we pray together. And then God is keeping us closer to each other than ever before. And it yeah. is very, very encouraging. What God yeah, I just, think, I just think the way that you two guys are using this, because the, uh, the positions you have there in EMS, um, you guys are required to travel a lot normally and which takes you away from the family and the home a lot and 
the way that you're using this as an opportunity to focus on your family and invest in your family, I just think is, is huge. And it's a, it's a, a great example. I think it's a, it's great, will be great encouragement for our listeners to hear. And um, yeah, that's, that's, that's wonderful. And it, you know, I think it just shows, proves the point why, why you guys should be leaders in your mission as well. Um, uh, that's excellent. So for our, our listeners who, um, maybe haven't ever met you or, uh, know what your roles are, um, what are your roles in EMS? What, what's your position and what are you, what are you responsible for? <clears throat> okay. Um, okay. My role in EMS, I oversee, I coordinate uh, the Ministry of EMS outside Nigeria. In other words, I serve as the cross-border coordinator of EMS. Uh, EMS is not only focusing in Nigeria. Uh, we have greater missionaries right in Nigeria, but, uh, but we have other, other missionaries working in other countries. So I coordinate them. Um, yeah, that is my role principally, uh, coordinating the missionaries that are working outside the shore of Nigeria. And then for me, anyway, um, by the grace of God, I am of, uh, uh, overseeing over 1,800 of missionaries, both within and outside of Nigeria, and uh, with different uh, 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 level of uh, administrative setup in EMS. We have the missionary there down in the field. We have the district, and we have the regional, and then here at the head office, with different other sections, like we have the city ministry that is under EMS two. We have the, uh, uh, the we have the, the clinics. We have some medical services that is also under the EMS, and we have uh, schools, uh, uh, missionary schools, and we have few schools. And all these ministry are under EMS, and uh, the Lord has been helping us. And even the head office here. We have different units uh, under the head office here. We have the training units. We have the accounts, the audit, and uh, we have the home missions, the prayer and promotion. We have the cross-borders here in the headquarters. And also we have um, the, uh, the administrative uh, office. And uh, we have the relief debts that is also encouraged to encourage other people who are passing through some difficult times, even this time. And we also have another office that is in charge of, um, uh, uh, we, we, we had a rest home where we had the conference the other time, uh, the, that, uh, the one of the Koreans that is connect, coordinating, even though now he's also in Korea, uh, tracked down by this corona, of which one of us now is managing the blessed. And uh, the Lord has been really helping us uh, to, to continue to trust him at this time, especially at the head office. We meet as a man management to encourage ourselves and to deliberate forward even us, uh, at this period of time where we are having this challenge, a corona challenge. So the Lord has been helping us too. So it's not easy. Uh, it's not easy. You know, to oversee this uh, number of people, but the Lord is faithful. The Lord has been so good to us. Joshua, could you share a little bit about, um, you know, your ministry and an update? Just give us a little bit of a feel for what what's going on in some of the other countries with some of the other missionaries that are outside Nigeria. Okay, uh, thank you. Yes, we, I tried to get in touch with these missionaries and then to really know how things are going on in the country where they are serving. Uh, for example, in Benin Republic, based on the recent report I have, uh, there are 30 cases, identified cases with the COVID-19, and then uh, schools, uh, churches, mocks are closed down, and then, uh, but there's no total lockdown there is a movement in Benin Republic, but any gathering that we call for a larger number, uh, it has been stopped. 
but there's no total lockdown. So not many cases have been identified there. So in other words, uh, church gathering is closed down. But again, uh, the missionary, the coordinator of that country has made to understand they've encouraged members to be meeting in groups, just in small number, like house That is a brief in, in the public. And then in, in Zambia, we also have a missionary in Zambia. In Zambia, there's a total lockdown there. No school, no church, no mocks, no social gathering. And then everything is almost locked down in the country. And then, you know, uh, people are advised to stay indoor. There are cases identified there. So honestly, there is total lockdown. But again, the coordinator of that country, they got to understand that, you know, they have tried to encourage their churches. The churches meet in itself in a fewer number within either in families or, or so uh, because of the try to obey the government instruction. Uh, in Czech Republic, uh, where Samba, Reverend Paul Samba is uh, overseeing the mission work there, his report said that there are 23 cases identified there in Czech Republic. Uh, and then there's also uh, lockdown as well. Uh, he said 33 cases has been identified and then and then and then one has been healed. No that yet the government has taken many decisions to make barriers of movement. There's a borders closed down, like the other two countries, all borders shut down. And then the same thing with Zambia, border shut down. And then the country is trying to impose, in fact, as of yesterday, as of yesterday, movement has been restricted from 2 p.m. to 5 a.m. So there's a little coffee that has been placed down there. And that one will last for two weeks. Uh, but there's no case of death uh, yet reported in uh, in Chile public. In Burkina Faso, there's also lockdown, no business, no social gathering like church meeting and then mocks meeting as well. But again, just still skeletal movement as regards to, uh, to people in a lesser group. And of course, church is also encouraged. They, they said they are also meeting in small cell group. Uh, in Kenya, uh, one of our missionaries is having in, in, in Nairobi, and he said there's total lockdown. A total case of 225 cases have been discovered. There are 10 deaths there, and then 53 has been recovered from this pandemic. That is in Kenya. Uh, in Gambia, in fact, Gambia, they, they said there was a lockdown, but the lockdown lasted for two weeks. But again, people got tired of staying locked down and then they began to go out. So there's movement, uh, little movement like that, like the people are breaking the government rules that have been placed. And of course, no gathering, no church, no mocks, no social gathering. Any gathering that we call for a larger number, you no, know, that one has been, been stopped as well. Uh, so that is the case in, 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 in the Gambia. In Ghana, uh, there's also total lockdown. Total lockdown in all of those countries, borders are shut down. Borders are closed, except on official arrangement, but borders are shut down. So in, in Ghana, movement is restricted, total lockdown. In fact, the prices, they say the prices of things have, have doubled, double the price because no, lock, no movement. Uh, so people will use a little opportunity to escalate the, the prices of things. Uh, no church gathering, no mocks, no social gathering. But again, uh, churches are encouraged to meet in in same group as well. How a kind of household church. Uh, that is the situation in some of these countries. Our concern has been uh, how are missionary even fearing in those countries. Yeah. We that in Nigeria we know how tense it is. So talk less of somebody that's serving in a country that's not his own. No parents, nobody around you. How do you cope? That has been our concern. And that's what Ziga was writing them an official letter just to encourage them, an official message. We keep praying for them virtually every day. Mm. Uh, and in fact, even their, their allowances, we are thinking even when we meet today, how can we be able to meet up with these allowances? There are other demands, mm. like instead of house rent coming, but we have written to them, encouraging them. Let them talk with their landlords, people that own the houses where they are staying. Uh, because of the global challenge, of course, their house rent will be delayed. But our primary concern now 
how can even send their allowances, how they can be able to feed is a concern. So, yeah. but even in the mix of that, for some of them have given testimony how they are using the opportunity to also weakness. You know, this opportunity is making, this, this challenge is making people desperate. Mm. You know, so mm -hmm. they, some of them are testifying how it's an opportunity uh, for them to even share the gospel. People are just right for the gospel. So uh, in a nutshell, in those few countries, that is the situation on ground. All the borders are closed. We can't visit them. They can't even come home. No, no, even bank transaction, even down in Nigeria now is closed. So we can't even transact money to them for their allowances. So it's really a big challenge. Wow. Uh, how, but we are trusting God. They said, look, God is still faithful, even in the midst of this. So in a nutshell, that is the way these few countries, uh, well, I don't know if there's time, I can still ask some of these countries, but this is the few. Uh, the situation uh, we have gotten from these country coordinators that are yeah. mentioned. Wow. Yeah, and then for here in Nigeria, especially in Jos, here, just as I earlier said, um, we were locked down for a week and just they relaxed it yesterday so that people would get something to eat. And by Sunday, we will go back to lockdown again. Hmm. And then the borders are also closed, the state Border, borders are also closed. There is no movement across the state, uh, not just to see that uh, everything is in control. We thank God also that here in Jaws, uh, we have not had any index number yet, but we are trusting God that God will spare our lives. You know that uh, Jaws is very unique. We always make a trust God that is Jaws the meaning of Jaws is Jesus, our Savior. So many people <laughs> <laughs> believed yeah, that uh, Jesus is here to save us. And yeah. uh, definitely we are seeing Jesus at work, even in protecting both us and even our neighbors, the Muslim and the traditionalists. But yeah. we thank God because God also is opening uh, doors for us to be able to reach out. As I shared with you the other time, that our God gave, gave me a privilege of addressing over a thousand people. Mm. You know, we went for an outreach at that crucial time uh, by faith, we can say, because we didn't know how the spread was all about, and then we went out for an outreach. And uh, God gave us an opportunity. I spoke for, uh, for, for three days and then sharing the message of grace using the Matthew chapter uh, 11, verse 28 to, the, to 30. You yeah. know, when God, you know, addresses, you know, his disciple concerning taking his yoke that is light and, and uh, you know, God who is there, Jesus is there. And uh, it was a very wonderful time. And that was, that served also as a comforting uh, encouraging time for many people to hold on to the Lord. And during that time, we had over 300 people who came out to give their lives to Christ. And we have also many people who came out, you know, to be prayed for that their lives were not, you know, they were not working with God, but they want to reconcile with God. And uh, we have some few cases that they needed prayers at that time. So we thank God because after that, in fact, as if God was preparing everybody now to live a day at a time, as I was uh, sharing with you. And, uh, you know, in our area, our community too, you know, in my house, my house has become a church a cell now. You know, we'll be meeting with our community members, you know, and then sharing the word of God. And it has been a very wonderful time, you know, encouraging people of how we need to depend upon the Lord, especially during, uh, during this period of Easter, that uh, we shared more about what Jesus has done for us and the hope that we have in Christ. And uh, the assuring people too that we are saved in the hands of God, no matter what happens, we are saved in the heart, and people need excuse me, such messages that can keep them going and make them to live a day at a time. Even when they are encountered, when they encountered 
if I was so ever case, they would be able to know, yes, I'm a Christian. And even yeah. this uh, uh, days ago, we've been discussing more about heaven. And then the promise that Jesus promises, uh, promised us as his children of him coming back again. So if Jesus will come back again, and we have to be, you know, every one of us have to be sure and have to depend upon him. Whenever he chooses to come back, at least every one of us will be ready. And yeah. uh, it has been of a great encouragement to us. Even the message that uh, we, we, we studied this morning was so encouraging that we have every reason of thanking God for whatsoever thing that he's doing. Yeah. And it was a very great encouragement. Even at this time, we still have a lot of things that we can look back and say that the Lord is good and the Lord has been taking yeah. care of us. Yeah. So it's very encouraging to uh, 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 depend upon God at this time and looking onto him at this time and uh, just allow him to have his way at this time. And uh, our all that we've been praying, God, what do you want to, to, to tell us? What are you saying? Because we want, we've been trusting God to listen to him and hear his instruction and to depend upon him to live a day at a time. So it has been very, very encouraging. And uh, both for us here in the office, in our community, and as God has given us opportunity to share the love. And we have also been reaching out to other community members who have mm -hmm. one name or the other as the Lord provides. So we've been sharing. Now is the time of sharing with one another's body. So it's Amen. very important. Yeah. One thing I was kind of curious about, Simon, um, is I know over the last many, many, many years, Christians in Nigeria endure a lot of persecution um, from Boko Haram and as well as uh, lately from the Fulani herdsmen. So has the shutdown and the closing of the state borders, has that affected uh, the persecution of Christians in any way? Uh, uh, now, we give God the glory because what God is also doing, <laughs> God works in mysterious ways. For yeah. the Boko Haram in the Northeast, uh, our missionaries are still there and God has been helping them. One good thing that God allowed to happen at this time, the Chadian, they came into the, you know, their own part that is almost in, in Nigeria and they were able to you know, to, to, to intervene and they destabilize almost 90% of the strength of the Boko Haram. They were able to seize, you know, a lot of arms. They were able to seize their armor scars. And, you know, it was just something that God just did miraculously. And which is, you know, which affects Nigeria, Niger Republic and Chad. So definitely it was a timely inter intervention by using the Chadians uh, military to really intervene. And now that was also a challenge for the Nigerian military uh, uh, here to see also and to take up the challenge. If the foreigners can come and intervene, what about them? So they are trying to bring the, the situation now to an end because the Chadians say the percentage that's left now is 10%. Wow. So yeah, that is 10%. And that, that is very, very encouraging. Yeah, and uh, but they are still breathing threats here and there. Mm. And uh, just yesterday, um, uh, we had news that one of our missionary was kidnapped in the field, and which has been a very heavy burden in our hearts. Uh, here, uh, this morning we were here, you know, meeting together, also praying for the release of the missionary. And they are demanding now the missionary. They are demanding over 14 million uh, naira. In for, for, for the missionaries to be released. Hmm. But we are praying and trusting God that God will encourage the missionary. We know it's not easy for hmm. him now. The family also is going through trauma, but we are believing God. Last year, we had 36 of them that were kidnapped and God released them and God hmm. intervened concerning their cases. So we are still trusting God that God will also intervene, that God will give him the bonus. This is a time that they need to hear the gospel. And we are believing God that God will really speak to them. And, uh, you know, in, in two of our fields, you know, this week, uh, last week too, they displaced about three missionaries uh, in one of the areas. And then in another area too, they wrote 
threats, uh, threat, uh, they wrote a letter to them that they are coming. So anyway, we have taken measures to see that we protect the missionaries. The coordinator has already taken the step of taking the missionary out of the area first before they will strike. Because if they write and say they are coming, you should be sure that they are coming. So we don't take it for granted. And, uh, but we just believe that God is in control of everything. And yeah. uh, uh, believing that he will continue to protect the missionary. And the good thing is that, you know, these missionaries that are there, they are there, you know, out of uh, 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 total dependence upon God. They've understood mm -hmm. the grace of God and they are depending upon God to live a day at a time. Yeah. So it is yeah. also encouraging to, for us here. That is one of the greatest things that definitely has been as an encouragement. When I look back and see these missionaries, they feel and their trust in the Lord and total dependence on God, it's really encouraging. Yeah. Because um, uh, sometimes you yourself that is here feeling, you know, that um, uh, you are not seeing how much more of a missionary who is there in the field all alone. So right. it is a great encouragement to us to see how the missionaries are trusting God and are depending upon him and they keep on reaching out to the, uh, their communities with the gospel. So it's very, very encouraging to us. Yeah. yeah. Those, uh, those 36 missionaries that were taken hostage, uh, that were kidnapped last year, did, uh, I was just kind of curious, did any of them have the opportunity to, to share the gospel with their captors? Yeah. Yeah, many of them. You know, the, the, many of the missionaries, if you hear their testimony, yeah. you know, it's just so alarming. It's so alarming. Huh. Huh. Yeah, it's so alarming. You know, they, they, you know, God just, you know, many of them, God will give them the burden. They'll say, anyway, I know, by the way, uh, even if you kill me, it will not change anything. Huh. But the reality, even our, our burden is for you to know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. They've, wow. given, they've been given a lot of, Good testimony concerning the, you know, in fact, they look at it as an opportunity <laughs> to reach out, especially the one that was taken here from the office. He really, he really preached. He, they, 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 they had the gospel until they could not hear any longer. They were tired of hearing the gospel. So they, they tell him, We are tired of hearing this, your gospel. All that we Let's need let is him go. Say, no, that is what you need. You know, and you know, it's very, very encouraging. Very, wow. very encouraging. Yeah. So it is an opportunity, many of them, one thing that we want to thank God, God has really encouraged them and given them the boldness of sharing with these uh, uh, adopters that have been taken advantage of. Mm. Joshua, would you, um, obviously we can't travel as much as we have in the past. Uh, we're not sure when we'll you know, travel again until things clear up. But one thing we were talking about was you were going to gather all the um, uh, missionaries from different French speaking countries to come together and, and uh, have a, have a conference um, to, to begin to uh, get, get the teaching out to them. We're not going to obviously be able to do that in person, but share with us a little bit about how you are uh, trying to, um get people together and get things lined up where it's where it's possible that we can do that uh, through a big zoom conference okay thank you yes uh, after that discussion i i wrote uh it's not only even the french speaking countries but we we are my desire we focus all the cross-border missionaries you know um uh, so that we we can have we can start something as you said so I wrote them a general message and then bringing up the idea, they were so excited. And then I also told them to, to try to download the Zoom application uh, and so that we'll be able to, for the possible, having this meeting, very, very excited. And so few of them have responded back to me as regards to the Zoom application they have already downloaded. I have a couple of them right now so i was just waiting to see uh to wait to the, for orders and then once i get all their response and then of course those that have responded they have access to internet so i i try when i get done with all of that and then i'll be able to now give you update as regards to their number you know the last time when we talk you also talk try to distinguish 
those that we are around when we when we were here uh, last two years in 2018, and then not only those people but new ones are also involved. So reasonable of them, reasonable number of them have responded as regards to the Zoom application. They have it already available. So I'm just waiting for the few that have not responded. So once they do that, then I will get back to you with your number, uh, the total number of the people are getting involved. And just like the way Scott observed, I also uh, try to observe the keen interest people with teachable hearts, people that are willing to learn. So I've tried, that's what I'm trying to figure out now. But I have a number of them so far that have responded. In fact, they are so excited. They are so excited. Even the message we wrote, is so excited, thanking us for remembering them in this critical moment. So just imagine, you know, hearing a meeting like this is going to be very, very encouraging. Just like uh, the way Simon have said, we are really getting strong because of the access to the grace message, uh, you know. So I, I believe is is an exciting thing, an exciting thing. So once I finish compiling the number, uh, and then I will give you the number, the total number of them. How many are there? I have like I have about seven or so that have responded back. I'm I'm just focusing on the key leaders, not the whole missionaries. Uh, we have over getting to about 150 of them, but we are just talking about the key leaders. So. And then, so when we get the message across to the key leaders, the key leaders now will step it down to other churches and the missionaries that are coordinating. But I have a reasonable number now. But once I finish compilation, then I will refer to you to the number of them. But please, it's not only the French-speaking uh, countries, but let's just include, now I was talking on the French-speaking country when I was coordinating the French-speaking team. But since I coordinate all the cross-border missionaries now, I feel Let's just get these key leaders in these countries and let them involved on this. So once I get done, I will get back to you with the outcome. That's great. Yeah, and we're excited about them. Even though, you know, right now we can't, you know, we can't travel. We're still excited about opportunities that, that God's given us to be able to meet with people around the world. And so we're looking forward to, you know, what God is going to do at that time. That's great. Yeah, and again, just, you know, to remind our, our listeners of, you know, why we want to do this, why, you know, why we're uh, desirous of, of getting together with the pastors and missionaries and church leaders from the different countries that you guys are overseeing is, is because, you know, as we seek to equip and establish those who are equipping churches, then, you know, the hope is that churches will become more established in the faith and where, you know, it's, it's, you know, leaders like you guys, mature leaders like you guys that, you know, like earlier from your testimony, just, okay, so here you have this downtime and what are you doing? You're making the most of it. You're investing in your family because God is your life and, and whoever, you know, whatever place God puts you in, whoever he puts you in contact with, you know, your focus is, is God and leading them to a deeper relationship with God. And well, that's, that's what we want for all church leaders um, that can turn around and establish their people in the faith to where all the members of the churches are doing that exact same thing. And, you know, the reality is, is that, you know, there's, there's a lot of immaturity and irresponsibility and, and weakness of faith that exists in the church worldwide. And in order for the church as a body to be able to live and function according to God's call and design and do the work of the ministry for itself, it takes equipped leaders who can effectively establish their people in the faith. And that's, that's what we're about. That's what you guys are about. And, and um, that's why this type of thing, I think, is so important to us. <clears throat> anyway, um, uh, the other... Uh, aspect that we want you, we have some prayer requests that we may want to present uh, at this time of the uh, Corona uh, challenge. Mm -hmm. uh, first of all, the prayer item that we want to bring forth now is for you to share with brethren to pray for the release of this our missionary. It's a very hard, a hard 
time for us now, even contending with the coronavirus and then this added uh, a burden for a missionary to be under the hostage of uh, 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 the kidnappers is very, very devastating. Even so he, for us, was, he yeah. kidnapped, was he kidnapped by Boko Haram? Yeah, I know he was there. Yeah, he's by Fulani headsman. Oh, Fulani, uh, okay. Yeah, Fulani headsman. Okay. So what's, the, what's this gentleman's name? Uh, the name, what is the name? Uh, so we get back, we'll get back to you by, with the name. And okay. then uh, now let's continue to pray for the wife. The wife is really traumatized at this time. Mm. I know, and uh, that mm. God will encourage her and uh, also give the husband the bonus of contending the situation. Mm. And then the other aspect that we want you to pray, you know, with us is that, you know, this time is really a difficult time for many people now. Uh, here, here in the country, we normally, in uh, Equa as a whole, we have two Sundays that are designated for raise funds for our missionaries, for our 1,800 missionaries that are serving both within and outside. And it is a dilemma for us now. Hmm. And the week is fast approaching. And uh, everything is uh, getting as if nothing will work out. But we are believing God. Uh, uh, no, to do the impossible because he is able to do the impossible. We don't know how he's going to touch the lives of people, but we believed him that he owned the people because the, 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 the believers are his own people that he can use even here in Nigeria, especially in Equal churches, that people will give generously. We are not holding uh, services as normal, so, but we don't know how God is going to do it. But we are believing new concerning the situation. And that God will raise, you know, uh, people that will give generously for us mm. to encourage the missionaries because that, this is a very critical uh, period for them in the field. Mm. That God will do it for us. And then another aspect that we want you to pray is uh, also to pray for more people to be won into the kingdom of God, especially in our context here. You know, we have the context we are living around our neighbors, the Muslims, and we are believing God. And one good thing is that definitely many of them are coming to the saving knowledge of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, I visited one of our rehab area here, and there are a lot of, quite a number of people now that are waiting to come to the rehab because they just got converted and they are willing to learn more about Jesus Christ. And uh, we want you to pray too for them, that God also will encourage them, that um, God also will help. Because now they, our challenge now is uh, the, the place that we are keeping them is not, is, is limited now. We have mm -hmm. limited space for those who want to come, but we have quite a number of them that want to come, you know, to the center to be uh, disciples but the place is uh, is limited. So, and uh, we are trusting God for expansion of the place so that at least more will have the opportunity of coming to learn about Jesus Christ. So continue to pray with us. And then uh, also, we want you to pray. Salome is really <laughs> lonely, down south. Uh, uh, she is really, and we have been dealing with her. It's not easy. She desired to be around us as a family at this time. But she's let's pray for her that God will strengthen her faith and keep her going that she will spend more time with God at this time uh, of a uh, uh, traumatic time. So, the name of the missionary is uh, Robinson. Robinson Obadia. Robinson Obadia. Robinson Obadia. Yeah, Obadia. Obadia. Yeah, Obadia. So, that is the Robinson, name. Robinson Obadia. Yeah, yes. that, that is okay. the name of the Yeah, okay. so let's be praying for him. Hmm. And then for Joshua now. Okay, uh, sorry, I just wanted briefly to share one testimony that happened. Yeah. You know, concerning yeah. ministry. Uh, yesterday night, hmm. uh, in fact, during this pandemic, there has been a lot of, 
you know, people getting scared and then people are so desperate to get ready. You know, get ready, good God, because anything can happen any moment. <laughs> so nobody, nobody wants to be caught unaware. So there's a lot, of, a lot of things happening. But yesterday night, and today morning something happened. Yesterday night, I had two different calls. One called me uh, within the city of Joss and asked about Joss actually. And he said to me, uh, uh, he said he has been watching Equa TV and then he has been watching the program Knowing God. And he said, presently his life is in a danger. He said he built a house and then he parked into the house. Or he parked into a new house. And then I don't know how you got to know the, the news that there is, there is this feeling like he's going to be kidnapped. Hmm. He's very, very afraid. And so he had to leave. He left the new house he built that he relocated to and then returned to the old house where he, 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 he left. And then he said even when he went to the old house, he was still afraid. So he had to call yesterday night and said, and said that, look, number one, that his life has not been, been good stand with God. So he is afraid that please, as we pray for him, we want to make things right with God. Hmm. Yes, yes. This yesterday night it happened. And so I had to pray with the brother uh, that night, I know, and then encouraging him. And then early in the morning today, I called him to hear how, how he spent the night. He said, he said honestly, after my prayer with him, you know, he had peace. He spent the night peacefully. There was no problem. And then, so I had to send him passages today uh, to, to be studying. You know, just to encourage him to know his time with the Lord. And then to know the assurance we have, the, the protection that comes from the Lord. Mm -hmm. Except the Lord watches over in the house, our effort is in vain. So it's an open opportunity for me to start discipling this, this guy now. And then another girl yesterday night called me and said, She's unable to sleep, that she's afraid, that she's, she's scared, yes. And then uh, I had to also pray with her yesterday night, and then encourage him, and then send her passages of encouragement. And then so this morning, when I call her, and I say, how was her night, and how did she feel? She said, honestly, she feel better, and then I encourage her to study uh, those passages I gave her. So it's an, opening, it's an open opportunity now for me to you know, of discipleship. And then this morning, before I came to the office, another person called me from Kaduna, another state, and said, uh, yes, that he had been watching knowing God. And he watching knowing God, and he discovered that he doesn't know God. In fact, he said to me categorically that he wants to give his life to Christ. He is very amazing. He wants to accept Jesus Christ. And so, so and then uh, he had to accept Jesus Christ, yes. I had to explain to him, and I discovered it was not emotion. He discovered that Luke had been wasting his life and he knows that as he follow my teacher, he discovered he doesn't know God, want to establish this relationship with God. And you see, it's a real, very real opportunity like that. And then, and that's how this man got to, have, to, you know, to encounter the Lord Jesus Christ. There are a lot of stories now like that, but this part happened yesterday now and today. So here are more stories like that. Yeah, so I praise want the Lord. Uh, yeah, sure. Amen. So principally, I want us to pray. Uh, the, the 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 brother uh, um, that called that accepting Jesus. His name is Shedra. He's living in Andorra State. Uh, the, he's living in Kaduna State. He called, and then the lady name she's called Jessica. Mm. Uh, yes, the one that also uh, called yesterday night. And then the other brother in the outskirts of just they are called to um, for the for the prayer. Uh, you know. Uh, his name is 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 called uh, Olishogun. Uh, it sounds like a Yoruba name. Yeah. Yes, mm. uh, Olishogun. So, uh, it's just a public testimony just between yesterday night and today among others. So, mm. I want us to pray for them to really stand, uh, to really know God intimately. It's an open opportunity now. I have to follow them up. We cannot see physically, but through phone call, messages, and all of that. I want to take them on that series. So, we pray for them to really start. And then, uh, secondly, I want us to pray for our cross-border missionaries. You know, we are here in our home country, how are we coping? And look at people that are serving in our other countries now, how are they coping? That has been a concern. That the Lord will make them honestly stand strong, and then to also encourage the people they are reaching out there. The God should do, open a means that we're able to send phone to them. Uh, not even the phone are not around, but we are trying to see how we can be able to at least send something to them that can be able to to cope. 
You know, mm. sometimes as a missionary, you are not only reaching the people, the people also expand it to also meet them, their physical needs. Yeah. And so how do you meet those needs? So let's pray for God to make them stand, trust him, and then open those here for how we can be able to also send uh, some allowances for them to be able to live. I want us to pray for our son, Gedalia. Our concern has been, we are mm -hmm. thankful to God for uh, seeing he was discharged during Christmas, no crisis yet. Our fear has been, please God, keep this boy so that if crisis start, could come up now and then lockdown, how do you do? You know. So I've been praying to God for God's intervention, how the Lord will really uh, keep him strong. In fact, he said to us and said how he wished they could have written their final exam before this lockdown. Mm -hmm. You know, they are about to write their final exam before the lockdown. And so the tendency to relax is that the anxiety is there. He told us he's so excited. The anxiety is there. He doesn't know when and all of that. One of his exams was good. Uh, it's called Zap, Jam, the one that you write before you write your final papers for university. You got beyond the cut of math. Very amazing. You know, mm -hmm. so please, we pray for his health to be stable so that he will not have any crisis. Now we we'll, now we we'll never hear that skater, you know. And then pray for the community we are living around. I told you in the Easter service, uh, and then even Easter Monday we met. We are different churches there. In fact, there are Pentecostal churches there, but you know this thing makes us one. So our house is becoming like a meeting point. It's an opportunity. In fact, I had several testimony how the meeting, how my sharing was a blessing to them. So pray that even out of this, since we are living within a global community, it will be an opportunity of us, uh, you know, sharing with them and then open up. Uh, as I said, we one of our missionaries in the general public, two of their children is with us because of the lockdown, they can't come and carry them. So mm. we have to take responsibility to mm. keep them with us. Uh, the, the small girl uh, kind of feel missing her parents and all of that, but Pray that they will really enjoy our stay, their stay with us, the mm. two, uh, two missionary kids and then one lady that came through my wife. Mm. Uh, it has been an opportunity to also reach out to them. So pray that, look, they will, not, they will integrate and then they will really, though they miss their parents, but they will not think too much, you know, uh, that the Lord will keep us together and also provide. Um, Mm. Uh, or that we need to keep up to keep them up. Uh, so please, you, you pray for that. Yeah, uh, but the joyful thing, yes, the joyful thing as we stay as a family, you know, it's a time together to, <laughs> it's, a, it's really, you know, a lot of good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that we maximize, use the purpose, use the opportunity wisely, you know, improve our family relationship, improve our family relationship with one another, and then with God, and then as we yeah, and I would add to all that that, uh, you know, and ask our listeners to pray for you two guys. Um, you guys are carrying great responsibility. Um, you have, uh, you're providing leadership and oversight for 1,800 missionaries that are scattered across Africa. Uh, some of these families are sent into very dangerous locations, uh, situations. Um, like you shared, 36 were kidnapped last year. You got a guy that was just kidnapped recently. Um, you've lived under this. You've carried this burden and this stress for many, many years. And, and so, you know, a little virus going around the world is nothing for you guys. Um, because, <laughs> yeah, because of the because of the stress and the difficulty that and the concerns that, that you guys carry daily uh, for such a large organization of, 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 of missionaries and ministry that's, you know, taking place in uh, some very dangerous settings. And so I just think we really need to be praying for you guys and the rest of your leadership team um, just for wisdom and God's grace and divine intervention and that um, yeah, that God will uh, just give you His wisdom uh, to make many of the, uh, I'm sure, oftentimes very difficult decisions that have to be made. And um, 
and I'm sure probably times of even feeling, um, you know, guilty is not the right word, but, you know, you guys get to sit in the, you know, in your office and Joss and be at home with your families and, and, you know, send these families out to these locations. And, you know, you yourselves were missionaries in Togo. And so you know what it's like to be a missionary on a foreign field. And, and, um, but yeah, you've got a, you've got a lot on you and uh, we need to be praying for you guys. Thank you. Thank you. We pray for these guys right now. Yep. That'd be great. <clears throat> Lord, we just take a moment to, to pause and to pray. Uh, you've given us the means to be connected with these guys um, halfway around the world and also connected with our listeners, wherever it is that they're listening from. So thank you. And we do, we do just pray for Simon and for his family, for Ruth and the boys and for Salome, uh, particularly for Salome while she's uh, not able to be with the family right now due to the lockdown and the loneliness that she is uh, going through. And we just pray you you comfort her during this time and and um, just let her uh, just you know know of your presence with her and and as she uh, communicates with her folks on a daily basis, just 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 surround her with with yourself and just uh, calm her during these times. For Simon's role and leadership and all that you've given him to 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 lead and to be a part of, just give him uh, wisdom that comes from you in terms of uh, interacting with these uh, folks on a daily basis and the encouragement that he is able to provide to, for them because of you, opportunities that he has to speak, like he gave testimony of, uh, just give him the words to speak when these opportunities uh, come about. Uh, Joshua and Melissa and kids and uh, these uh, two, two folks, two kids that they have uh, staying with them uh, during this time uh, where their families and Chad, just, uh, just give them wisdom as parents and um, that you would just continue to, to lead and to uh, provide good health uh, for their son as, as he uh, has, has some health concerns there as we know about uh, for his schoolwork. He wishes he could have taken his exam already and gotten that out from under, under him. Just, uh, just, just, just hold them before you as well. Thanks for the testimony of, of you bringing uh, both of these families together as a family and as a unit and being able to uh, just spend more time together and, and uh, share spiritually uh, together. So thank you for that. As Joshua um, interacts with, with all the, you know, the missionaries that he's overseeing outside of Nigeria, uh, he is able to encourage comfort them during this, uh, this difficult time but also he's hearing wonderful stories of things, uh, people that you're bringing into a, a, a saving knowledge of yourself and bringing into a relationship with yourself. So, so, so just thank you very, very much. Uh, we hold these two men before you and the ECWA and EMS and just the whole country of Nigeria uh, and, the, and the whole continent of Africa, Lord. It's, it's beyond our understanding. But as Simon mentioned earlier, nothing is impossible with you. And so thanks for letting us be involved in what you're doing in all these different areas and through these, through these men and through their families. And in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Simon and Joshua, you guys are, uh, you and your families are very special to all of us here at FBC. And, uh, you know, we'll, as a body, we'll be praying for you and, Please give our love and greetings to your lovely wives and, and your families and let Salome know that we'll be praying for her also. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> thank uh, you thank so much. Thank thanks you for, so much. We have thank you for taking time out of your schedules to join us on the podcast as well. <laughs> no, I know okay. I know <laughs> we okay. uh, we interrupted a meeting you guys were having. No, but <laughs> no, no, okay. problem, no problem. I think it was just on time. So you say hi to Annette and uh, uh, 
Scott, um, uh, Jim, say hi to Rachel and the two boys. All of you are also together as families? I'm in my house and Scott's in his house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, said, so I said to you, I said to you, say hello yet. to all your pinks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Our pinks send greetings. <laughs> all right. Yeah. And say hello uh, yeah. to all the members of the family, the church members that would be, be connected to the Zoom communication, just saying our greetings to all of them. We love yep. you and we have been praying for you too. Our hearts are also there with you and we are praying every day for God to also intervene concerning the situation. Amen. Thank you. We love you guys too and uh, look forward to the day when we can be together again in person. Yeah. yeah. Amen. We interacted. <laughs> Amen. Thank you. So once I get done with these missionaries, I will, I will get back to you yeah. with an update. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Thank you. Well, we want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in and uh, want to ask you all if you would uh, remember Joshua and Simon and their families and their ministries and their prayer requests and, uh, and be praying for them. Thank, thank, you. thank you all. Thank, thank you. you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.